Welcome to the Ethical Invest Podcast. Your time to catch up on the latest tips, trends, research, and action steps to incorporate ethical and responsible investments in financial advice and investment portfolios. I'm Alexandra Brown, and I support financial advisors to build their ESG and ethical investment toolkit so they can deliver powerful, impactful advice with confidence. Hi, welcome to episode six of the Ethical Invest podcast. I'm your host, Alexandra Brown. And today we are looking at the fourth question in the Ask Me Anything for Ethical Investment Week series. And today we have a question from Nick, and it is, where do ethical or sustainable fund managers go wrong when communicating with financial advisors? I love this question. It's it's such a great question and I'm going to answer it in from from two perspectives. So you've asked when communicating with financial advisors and there are many forms of communication. I'm going to focus on one which would be in presentations that you give to advisors and two in the communication on your website. So the first one communication with presentations and I have been fortunate enough to sit in many 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 presentations by fund managers and my first piece of advice would be know your audience. I've sat as a as an audience member when the people alongside me, the advisors alongside me are new to the ethical investment space and I've also been privileged to sit alongside the ethical members of the ethical advisors co-op who are exceptionally knowledgeable in this space. So before you give your presentation, know your audience, know who you're speaking to. Does it need to be at a, a more simple to understand level or can you go deeper? If, they, if the advisors are new to the space, spend a bit more time in your presentation actually explaining things. Don't assume that all advisors are going to know, for instance, the SDGs or the Sustainable Development Goals. I speak to a lot of advisors and I mention the SDGs and many of them don't know about it yet. Most of my friends and family don't know about the SDGs yet. So it's a common conversation in the industry, but not so much outside of this bubble. So. If the advisors or the audience are new to this space, please do take some time to explain ESG or SDGs or some of those acronyms that we just take for granted. So my first tip is definitely know your audience. The second tip in presentations is don't deliver something that we can get from a piece of paper. In other words, don't spend the first half an hour talking about performance when you could give us a piece of paper that has a chart on it with the with your performance over the last three months, one year, five year, 10 years, whatever, when we can get that, we can get that information just from reading a piece of paper in two minutes. So performance of course is important for a financial advisor. It's important for their clients. It's important that advisors understand what is detracting from performance and what is contributing to better performance. Of course, all those things are, are there, but avoid spending great amount of time on something that you could just hand to them with one slide or one piece of paper. 
because this is quality time with advisors. So give them more value. If you are an ethical or responsible sustainable fund, the way that you're going to, you're pitching yourself and the way you're going to stand out to advisors who are in this space or wanting to get in this space is to differentiate yourself based on your process. So based on your screening or based on your sustainability theme, that, that is what is going to make you stand out. If, if we are listening to 10 different presentations, the one, the presentation that talks about ESG in depth, that talks about screening, that talks about the, the process, firstly shows that you are serious about it. Secondly, it shows that you have a, a comprehensive process. And thirdly, it helps the advisor understand and get more value than if they just read a document about you. Give them the stories, give them the reasoning behind things, give them a good indication of the culture of the of your organization. So my second tip for presentations is go less about performance and things that advisors can get on a piece of paper and more about how you stand out as an ethical or responsible fund. At the end of the day, your the advisors need to convey to their clients about your product. So help them do that. I remember attending a presentation once and on the slide, it just had ESG and the fund manager said that we incorporate ESG into our investment decision-making process. There was no indication of what different environmental metrics, what social metrics, what governance metrics, how it was incorporated in the process. There was nothing of that. And it came across as a fund that was potentially new in this space which is totally fine, but it doesn't help advisors with their clients unless they have the deep information. If you don't use screening, you really need to spend a bit of time articulating your responsible investment process clearly to advisors, because at the end of the day, they need to be able to articulate it to their clients. Keep it clear, keep it understandable, and easy for advisors to talk to their clients about it in a, in a really simple way. I think the best advice I can give you is to put yourself in a position of service. In other words, instead of trying to push your product onto advisors, just step back and think, what is it that advisors actually need from me? What is it that advisors need to be able to advise their clients on this. And that leads me to your website. So a very, very big piece of real estate that you have that you can communicate to advisors with. And I'm sure that you can imagine that the first thing I'm going to say is be transparent. Please be transparent, especially around your holdings. Keep it in mind that when an advisor is recommending your product, yes, they are considering performance. They're considering how long the team's been together. They're looking at all of the different risk factors around your product. But when it comes to providing ethical investment advice, there is another big area, and that is ensuring that your product aligns with their client's values. 
So if a client wants to avoid investments in, say, alcohol, gambling, tobacco, weapons, the advisor needs to be able to go to your website, have a look at the companies you're invested in and ensure that they are not invested in alcohol, gambling, tobacco, weapons or whatever ethical and responsible issues that the client wants to support or avoid. They need to know that information. So they need to see your, hold, their, your holdings on your website. If the advisor can't determine if the companies you're holding go against the responsible investing profile of their client, they can't recommend it. And same goes for voting policies and voting records. An advisor needs to be able to communicate with their client that the companies in, in, that, in that fund have all been voted on in ways that align with the client's values. And as a side note, although it is a step in the right direction to have either holdings or voting records in aggregate for all your funds, of course, it's a step in the right direction. It's still not overly helpful for advisors. Say for instance, if you have all of your holdings, you've, you've got an Australian domiciled fund, you've got an international fund, and on your website you have, we invest in these companies, and all of the Australian and international are in the one page or the one section of your website. It's very difficult for the advisor who is only recommending, say, the Australian fund to say to their client, to, to know which holdings are, are going to be the ones that the client would actually be invested in. They can just see a big pool of companies. They don't know which one's which or which companies are allocated to each fund. So as I said, having your companies on the website disclosed in aggregate is yes, a step in the right direction. But the next step is to actually put this is the Australian fund. This is what we hold. This is the international fund. This is what we hold. This is the whatever fund, the, the blend. This is this is what we hold so that advisors can truly communicate what their ethical client is going to be exposed to by holding each of in any of those funds. And it's the same with the voting record. Separate your voting record out so that it is fund specific rather than in aggregate. So I believe that you're asking this question because you would like advisors to send money your way. Advisors will do this if you are giving them what advisors need to satisfy their clients' needs. And when it comes to ethical investing, it is not just about performance and risk management. Make it easy for advisors. You can have other resources on your website. You might put uh, things like an impact calculator that the client can, uh, that the advisor can print out and use with their client to say these are the positive impact areas that you're that you would have if you're invested in this fund. Spend a bit of time creating the SOA wording or the SOA commentary for advisors. Do you know how like those types of extra helpful resources for advisors will go a long way. And as an ethical investment advisor, they have a wonderful advantage too over other advisors. And that is they get to talk about all the different stock stories or company stories that go along with the positive impact that this fund or this investment is, is having. They can talk about these things with their clients and that helps 
boost an advisor's relationship with their client. It helps build loyalty and trust and client stickiness. So help the advisor do that. Give them stock stories, give them engagement reporting, give them things to help the advisor engage with their clients. Now your question was, where do ethical sustainable fund managers go wrong when communicating with financial advisors? I can't leave this episode without mentioning greenwashing. That is where fund managers can go wrong, is with greenwashing. I recently received an email from a large fund and it said that we're happy to announce or pleased to announce that all of our Australian domiciled funds will uh, are now ex officially excluding stocks in the MSCI tobacco industry index. And I just was like, we don't have any in here in Australia. We don't have any companies in that index. So the fact that you have announced that to us is greenwashing because it's completely irrelevant. And I did actually write back and say, oh, so what, what difference has that made in the funds? And they responded to me and said, uh, oh, nothing, we had already excluded them. So we're just making it official. And I was like, no, this is greenwashing. So please avoid greenwashing too. So actions from this episode. If you are a fund manager, please go to your website and see if you can tick off the following absolutely necessary components needed by financial advisors. One, are your holdings disclosed? And especially are they for each unique fund rather than aggregate? Is your voting record disclosed? And again, is it in aggregate or can, we, can advisors see the voting record for each and every fund? Recently, I was on uh, the website of, actually it was an ETF, an ethical ETF, which votes, by the way, and they not only vote, but you could download their entire voting record or just the votes that pertained to ESG issues. How easy is that? An advisor can go onto their website, download the, download the voting record that is only related to ESG issues, and then go and discuss those with their client. Like it was, it was easy. It was beautiful to see. Uh, the third thing you should go to your website and tick off is policies. Do you have easy to understand, easily accessible policies for your responsible investing practice, your voting policies, your engagement policies, that kind of thing. Do you provide an engagement report? Again, the way you're engaging with companies and helping influence these companies to improve those on those different ESG issues. Great talking point for advisors with clients. Five, do you have any helpful resources on your website for advisors? Are you providing SOA commentary? Are you providing company stories? Are you providing impact calculators? And number six, is your website easy to navigate? Can an advisor go to your website and find these things with a click of a button? So that is it for episode six. I hope that that answered your question, Nick. It was great. It was a great question. And I look forward to 
seeing you in the next episode, which is actually the fifth and final uh, Q&A or Ask Me Anything for the Ethical Investment Week series. I look forward to chatting to you soon. Hit subscribe to find out more about investments that incorporate sustainability and values and how investors can have a positive impact on the social and environmental challenges we face across the world. Together, let's accelerate ethical investment from niche to norm. Disclaimer. The information and related materials provided in this podcast are for teaching and demonstration purposes only. The information does not take into account your objectives, needs and circumstances. We recommend you seek financial advice specific to your needs. The information provided is not intended to constitute professional or financial service advice and is not to be used in any statement of advice or any other advice to a client. We do not guarantee the accuracy, reliability and completeness of any information provided during the podcast and in accompanying resources.